So where were we? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about we're always judging people by the cover, yeah. by the external, yeah. instead yeah, of that's, understanding yeah, that's the That's context. what we say. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we do it all the time, right? We, we say don't judge a book by its cover. We never take the time to read the book, right? Mm -hmm. we, uh, we, we assume we know exactly who this person is. We figure that this guy is in prison, so therefore he deserves to be there. We, we we see how he's dressed and we in, in prison and we and, and we say okay we label him prisoner mm -hmm. if that's all he is mm -hmm. or 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 uh, the 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 word I hate the most is offender mm -hmm. I mean like who hasn't offended <laughs> right? right yeah you know but we label them as offender just to set them apart as if that's mm -hmm. all they are but we are more than all of that you mm -hmm. know. We don't see the human being. We don't. We we don't see the the person and and see him as he truly is. The good, the bad, and the ugly, yeah. right? Yeah. And we're all that. We're all a mix. We're all a bag, right? Yeah. And, and and so um, we got we got to learn how to stop doing that. Yeah. Just because a person dresses a certain way doesn't mean that. My son, for example, he wore do rag. He wore he he wore chains. He mm -hmm. wore his pants hanging down. People assumed that he was he, he was affiliated with a gang or something mm -hmm. like that, right? Mm -hmm. He wasn't. Mm -hmm. He just liked the style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He loved hip hop. But yeah. he assumed without really finding out who he was. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and so forth. You know, so yeah. that's that's what we do all the time. Yeah. That's been my experience a lot, and I love it in many regards. It's like when I talk to people and after a while I'll reveal to people, you know, I did 12 years in prison. And they're like, What? Yeah. Really? I wouldn't imagine you, you're yeah, a doctor yeah. of education. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for that, you know, I got this pass, bro. Yeah, and, right, absolutely, yeah. And I rep for all of us who've been there, who are trying to yeah. do something different, you know, give a brother, give a sister a chance. That's you right. Know, you know, don't yeah. keep us painted in the corner somewhere. Don't keep us on the bottom rung somewhere. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that has to do with human insecurity. That's it. And we have to label people. We have to label things, you know. Well, but 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 it's only a label. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're we're much more than all that all yeah. that kind of than, and, and, and we're smart enough to go beyond that too, as as a species, you know, as human beings. We're smart enough to think beyond the label or the words that we use. But I think as a as a as a race, a human race, we've become lazy. Yes. So we see the label in front of us, and that's where we stop. We don't want to. Hey, we stop right there. Yeah, because it's oh, easy, oh. isn't it? Yeah. Instead yeah. of going the road, let's travel. That's right. Absolutely, you know? man. Yeah, absolutely. Get into yeah. know who's in front of us, what's in front of us, you know. But if I could go back, too, man, because, you know, as we're talking about these virtues, um, one thing that we touched on was the importance of starting with self understanding mm -hmm. my potential, right. understanding what I want out of this experience, mm -hmm. you know? And so if I could direct this to Travis, um, mm -hmm. at what point did you realize that I'm on the right track? I believe I'm on the right path. And once you realize that you're on the right path, what did you decide to do with that? whatever that was. Okay. Uh, I believe in prison. <clears throat> I, I was looking for hope. Mm 
And I found the tools. But uh, I would say, man, probably uh, oh, a little over four years ago mm-hmm. is when really when I uh, really understood that it was really about changing myself. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really, you know, of course, you know, through the time that, you know, I worked on myself, I always have. But my focus probably a little over four years has really been about changing myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I seen this quote. Uh, it says, yesterday I was clever. I want to change the world. Mm-hmm. Today I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. Mm-hmm. I like that. And like and that. it stuck with me um, during that time because even when I got out, I got, um, I veered off on that path a little bit. Mm-hmm. because, you know, sometimes we like a child. They tell us don't touch that stove, and we still touch it. And yep. that's what I did. Yes, sir. But one thing about it, I quickly realized that it was a mistake. And um, I called Andre, and he was there to help and assist me. And um, I, I got a loving, caring wife that was there to support me. And what I did was, man, I made a decision that I would change my life forever, man. You know, I, it's just like what y'all was talking about as a basketball player. You know, you got all the talent that you need. And I had to realize within myself that it was there. And what I had to do, I had to use it and make all of it come true. Yeah. And so far, man, that's what I've been doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And even through that course, when I lost my son in 2020, um, it was a big blow, you know, because uh, at one time we was in the process of him coming down here. He stayed in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, I questioned a lot of things. But like I said, uh, through the support of friends and just thinking, uh, you know, and one of the uh, the images that come to mind is I remember that day when Andre came back because we watched to see how, you know, we watched to see how he would react. Mm-hmm. And the story he told us about the um, – the cornbread, the biscuit. But um, through that, man, just um, just getting up every day, man, being motivated, man, and um, just my whole goal now is to leave a legacy. Yeah. You know, that leave a legacy, man. Yeah. You know, it's not about the money, but, of course, yeah. money helps you free your time. It's Absolutely. about time. Yeah. It's about time. Mm-hmm. So uh, today, man, my focus on leaving a legacy, man, that uh, I will be remembered, mm. you know, about, you know, the things that I've done, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, about the changes in my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And those changes are powerful, especially when we can highlight them and share them with other people. And again, to give other people a sense of hope, you know, That's right. and we've said this multiple times in this brief time that we've been together, hope. And so it makes me even think, and let's get back to the biscuit too, but, mm-hmm. uh, Hope. I'm thinking about just hope because it's a real powerful word and we use it um, loosely a lot of times. Like, you know, I hope you're feeling better. I hope you get what you want, you know, on and on. But I really think that hope is is a verb. It's an action word. Mm-hmm. And um, hope requires work. You know? yeah, thank you. Yes. It requires faith. It requires mm-hmm. foresight, you know. I see something that ain't there yet, but it's going to be there. 
because I'm working on it. I got hope that it's going to manifest and I'm working on it. If I don't have any hope, I ain't working towards nothing. That's it. Yeah. I'm just going to say F it and throw my hands up and let, let it be what it be. That's right. That's and right, yeah. that's what comes to my mind when I hear hope, because that's the same thing that I was striving for. And I continue to try to keep that alive. I think like Jesse Jackson used to say back in the day, mm -hmm. hope alive. Yeah. Keep hope alive. Yeah. yeah hope real, alive. Man, keep it alive. We, we have, we have to. Yeah. And you're absolutely right about hope and faith. It requires work. I, I, I'm always uh, to, uh, uh, using an example of in my teachings about the, you got a headache, right? And uh, uh, so you know uh, that 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 uh, uh, aspirin will take the headache away. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't just have hope that the aspirin is going to take the headache away. You just can't have faith that it's going to take away. You actually got to do something, right? <laughs> you got to open up the bottle. And you got to take the aspirin. <laughs> you know, you just can't have hope that it's going to happen. That's right. My mom used to always say that God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. That makes perfect yeah. sense to me. I don't know if it's in the Bible. I've heard that it's not in the Bible. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, but it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. You know, there's work that we have to do. Yes. You want to become a better human being? Yeah. There's work that we have to do. Yeah. And, 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 and from my perspective and what I was taught, I shared that with others from the Buddha. Mm -hmm. How do we do the work? First of all, you say love and forgive mm -hmm. your enemies well okay that's that sounds nice but how do i do that yeah <laughs> yeah you know right yeah in real work man yeah and then then he provides the method the path mm. as to how to do that and then you just do the practice mm. uh, again you you want to become a better human being you got to practice 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 and just do the practice and uh and, and that's how it works right on should we talk about that biscuit? Yeah, because I don't want to get too far. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm surprised that he still remembers that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you know, I grew up in the '50s, right? And, and, and in the '50s, uh, we didn't have air conditioning or anything like that. At least our family did. And I imagine air conditioning was invented, but we didn't have that. I grew up in an area. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Raleigh, but I grew up in an area called Washington Terrace, Heard. around St. Augustine College. Uh, oh. And that and and that's where black folk live, you know, uh, in, in in that area. They lived in other parts of Raleigh, but for us, that 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 was where we lived. And it it wasn't uh, everybody was in this. It was in the same same situation, right? There were people who had money. There were there, there were people who were lawyers, who were teachers, who were who, who were radio and TV hosts. Uh, uh, and, and then there were those people who were janitors and who, you know, er, everybody, uh, and the community took care of one itself. So mm -hmm. we'd go to bed at night, you know, because no air conditioning and we'd have the doors wide open, the mm -hmm. windows right up, front door, back door. So you can get this cross breeze so you can, you know, North Carolina summers can be hot, you know, really, really hot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, um, and so, but no one worried about it anybody ever ever coming in stealing or killing and stuff like that you know and uh uh i remember we uh uh i was reading in the paper now i can't remember whether whether it was read to me by my parents or well or my, my mom or or what or whether i read it but the first time i ever ever heard 
about a, a murder mm-hmm. at, at that time was uh, 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 this family. They were sitting at the table. There were uh, uh, they, they were eating their food. There was one biscuit left, uh, and both and both kids wanted the biscuit, and they were at opposite ends of the table. They both wanted the biscuit, and uh, and and it's like this this one kid wanted the biscuit so bad that he actually killed his brother. He stabbed his brother over a damn biscuit. This is a real story. This is a real story. Yeah, I think I remember hearing this. Story. You remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was like it, it it just really just really hit me. It was something as trivial as a biscuit. We're willing to take someone's life. Mm-hmm. We're, we're willing to alter the course of our entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, o- over over one biscuit. Yeah. This is how it all that's, this is how it is in everything. We get so angry. We get so upset over these things, and they really are just as trivial as that biscuit. Yes, sir. My son spilling, uh, uh, bumping to the guy in the, you know, and causing the guy to spill the beer was trivial. It wasn't anything. Yes, An apology would have, should have been enough. You know, I'm sorry, man, right? But what we do is that we 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 have this idea. No, that's my biscuit. How dare you try to take my biscuit, right? And then and then and then we exaggerate this biscuit. This biscuit biscuit becomes something that is like like yeah. like, like I mean, you just gotta have this biscuit, right? You know, and uh and, and that you, and then you're willing to kill over it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah, it's so silly. It is. It is. And, and, and what I'm thinking about as you share that story and as you show like across many different situations, we mm-hmm. allow our anger to come in, you know, yes. we allow whatever other emotional stakes to supersede our our logic. That's it. And when that happens, yeah, yeah. as Chinua Achibi would say in one of his books, mm-hmm. things fall apart. Mm-hmm. You know, our emotions supersede our intellect. There's this approach I used to uh, use. I guess I still use it, but I used to talk about it called I over E, almost in a mm-hmm. fraction type mathematical equation. You know, intelligence right. over emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I don't mind, it don't matter type thing. Yeah. You know, but one of the things that I think is most important for those of us, not just those of us who've been to prison, in prison, getting out of prison, but even for the lay person. And I think you you said it, but you didn't use these words. And that is, you know, developing this, this sense of emotional intelligence, you mm-hmm. know, being able to be aware of my emotional state, understanding what things yes. will trigger my emotional state and finding better ways of handling myself when I think I'm going to lose control or I think that I'm being a little more upset than normal but Mm -hmm. also part of that is being able to recognize when other people are emotionally off absolutely you know and being able to handle them compassionately so as not to cause things to get worse being consciously aware right yeah so we have to be consciously aware of our own emotions yeah this is what meditation is about I think Mm -hmm. Travis could attest to this this is what what, meditation is not about feeling some blissful uh, state, yeah, or, or anything like that. Meditation is about working on the mind. Mm. First, we want to be able to calm our mind. 
you know, so and so and so, and so we, we we do some breathing breathing practices and stuff like that just to calm our mind. We do oh, one yeah. of the things that I always teach a single point concentration. It's called where you just focus on one point. Quite typically, it's the breath because that's that's most accessible to us. But it could be any point of focus, and we stick with that. That calms the mind. But at some point, then we got to begin to look at the mind. Yeah. First, you don't want to get you just want to you want to stay focused on one thought mm-hmm. uh, or not on one thought i'm sorry on on, on one point yeah. just one point and then once you've done that now and, and you just let all the thoughts go mm-hmm. uh but now you want to begin to examine those thoughts you want to look at those thoughts uh, that, that are beneficial and those uh that that that, that are detriment to you mm-hmm. things that that aren't beneficial things that don't help you mm-hmm. those thoughts that are beneficial these are the ones we want to keep Mm-hmm. We want to enhance those and grow those. Mm-hmm. The ones that aren't uh, that, that aren't beneficial, we want to let those go. But we got to know what they are. Yeah. And so that that's the work in meditation. Mm-hmm. It's called analytical meditation, analyzing. Yeah. So you look at something like anger, mm-hmm. and you think like, well, why am I angry at this? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, the guy spilled beer on me. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted that biscuit, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Well. But why is that biscuit so important? We have yeah. to ask ourselves questions like this. Yeah. Like this. Why am I getting so upset? Mm-hmm. You know, I want the biscuit. Yeah. Is there another way I can get the biscuit? Mm-hmm. And so you look at that, look at the different ways that, you know, I want the biscuit. Maybe I can just ask my brother, you know, uh, could I have the biscuit? Right. Is that, is that that yeah. yeah, he may say no, but at least you ask. Uh, 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 maybe you could say, like, uh, can we share the biscuit? Right. You know, looking for like alternatives. That. Yeah, there's and other ways to get what we want without mm-hmm. anger. But yeah. we always go to anger, and anger will anger is when the ego doesn't get what it wants. And anger is easy, easy, uh, easy go to. And it's sometimes an anger shows up when it's not even anger. That's right. It's hunger or it's fear or it might be. Yes. Anger, but I think that sometimes, you know, anger is the tip of the iceberg, you know, but underneath, right. there's a bunch of other emotions that we have not acknowledged. That's right. And then yeah. I think also it's important for us to understand what is the root of this anger or this fear. Because lots of times I think it's rooted in past experiences of loss, yeah. hurt, harm, danger that we have not yet come into contact with or made peace with. Oh, brother, that's so important, getting to the root, right? Because if you got a weed, you can cut it down on the surface, but it's just going to grow back. Yeah, you got to dig it. If you want to really get rid of that weed, you got to go to the root. Yeah. And that's what this work is all about. Travis did some work. I don't know if you'd want to share Travis, but then you don't, of course you don't have to, but he did some work on, on himself. He did, he, you did this course, right? Uh, and, and where you actually did like a, took a look at your past, mm-hmm. your experiences, and you came up to uh, the reason as to why uh, the causes of your uh, 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 of your behavior. Uh, it's interesting. You, that? you brought that up. Yes. You asked Travis to speak on, you know, how meditation and that work has helped him. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, um, you know, it gave me... Um, the sense into that's when I first realized how angry I was, you know, and um I really didn't know what for. 
you know. So uh, by me, when when I said that uh, I um. I went into a rehab because I started dealing with drugs again. And that's why I said my last time. But uh, that was over uh, probably about five years ago. But in that process, you know, I was able to go through, they call it a 12 step. Mm -hmm. um, what happened with this 12 steps is like, I know it takes you through your emotions. It takes mm -hmm. you through your mind. And it opened up a lot of things to me that I never realized, you know, mm -hmm. things that I had buried within myself, within my mind, within my heart, mm -hmm. towards my family, for, towards friends. Mm -hmm. That happened to me when I was a child. Mm -hmm. You know, then I realized that, you know, why I was so angry and mm -hmm. um, I was able to work on them things. Yeah. And by working on them, I was able to release. Them. Yeah. You know, now um me being relig being religious, like I you know, in the Bible it talks about these same things, but it really don't go in depth. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the things that the 12 step helped me yeah. to work exactly on my emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, and um now I realize like you was talking about before, like before a situation get too bad. I back away from it because I'm in the barbershop. Yeah, so, you know, barbershop talk. You know, <laughs> so I'm well aware of everything that goes on, especially when I'm in the conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I pick and choose what I want to talk about. So just by experiencing in that and understanding my emotions, understanding my mindset, you know, uh, I'm able to um, pick and choose like what I want to talk about you know, certain stuff, you know, that goes on in the barbershop. So with the barbershop, it, it's a practice to me. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like a practice. Because you got different characters practice. coming through all the time. All the time. And and the barbers, too. You know what I'm saying? So then all the barbers near probably, probably um think different as far as religious aspects. And, you know, so I'm able to, um yeah, practice all the time. Wow. Yeah. That's power. That's classroom. Yeah. The environment is our classroom, right? This is, you know, this is what it I, is. It the is. whole world and all of our experiences, I like to say, is just part of the curriculum. Just part of the curriculum. Absolutely. It's all part I, of the curriculum. Yeah. I, I, I have a degree in psychology, but I, I, I never went on to get my PhD. I wanted to, but then I got caught up in some other stuff and just, yeah. it just never happened. So I say that's okay though, because I'm teaching Buddhist psychology. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm really happy about that. And that's dope. Um, yeah, and 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 but 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 I say that's okay. Now I'm trying to get a PhD in being a compassionate human being. Yes, sir. That's that, that that's that's the one that I want now. That's and that's so much more important, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. know. So uh, and 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 that's it. Yeah, we got we, we we have to be we have to be aware of of, of where this is coming from, mm -hmm. and sometimes we do have to go all the way back. I think we need to go all the way back and and really really look and see, uh, uh, where did this start? Where did this originate? Check People are holding on to stuff that they that that others have forgotten. Yeah, but they're still holding on to it. And as yeah. Travis in, illustrated, sometimes we're holding on to it and we don't even know we're holding on to yeah. it. We don't even know we're yeah. doing it. Absolutely. We have to say where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. 
Yeah. But hey, man, um, I'm enjoying our conversation, but I know we we have limited time, so I, I want to start bringing us towards the end of our time together. What's up, y'all? This is part two of A Road Less Traveled with Mr. Andre Smith. I hope you tune in and finish listening to this episode. I had a great opportunity talking with uh, Brother Andre as well as his man, um, Mr. Travis Smith. So tune in and um, I'm looking forward to hearing back from you. Peace. But okay, things I wanted to ask also though, man, is from both of you, um, if there was some wisdom that you could drop on a younger brother or sister, or for that matter, a younger you, mm. what would that wisdom or insight be? Mm-hmm. If you were able to drop some of that on your a younger you. Yeah. Travis, you go first, all right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's crazy because I read that book too. And that's a great book uh, by Hill Hoffman. Uh, Which book is I'm that? Uh, the letter to uh, when he's the letter to a younger him. Yeah, Hill that's Hoffman. right. He wrote. He wrote. Yeah, he was I one of my bookshelf. As a matter of fact. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great book. Mm-hmm. But um, man, I, I would I would uh, tell a younger person I would value education, man, because um. Education is like a passport. It helps you, you know, um, to understand a lot of things and, um, you know, to be humble, to listen, you know, um, and just be resilient and to understand that things is not going to always go your way. But if you really believe in something and you want it, mm-hmm. to just go after it and let nothing stop. Yes, sir. You know, um, just, and, you know, because I think a lot of times we give up right at the brink. Mm. When you are just about to achieve it, that's so when true. we give up, man. Mm. And I think that's so true because you can go in so many people's stories that have made it. You know, it was multiple times that um, they was about to give up, but it just never gave up. Mm-hmm. And um, like what you said earlier, and even if you don't, at least you know that you gave all you had. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I can live with that. I can live with that. And I truly don't believe that um, destiny will hand you a raw, um, will hand you a bad deal if you give all you got. I truly don't believe that. I don't. I don't. Bob Marley sang in his song, Get Up, Stand Up. Mm. Never give up the fight. That's right. Give up the fight. That's right. Then he hollers, Boy, yo, yo, yo. Yeah, <laughs> I love that absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for uh, uh, for me, uh, I, w- I would tell people to do what Travis has done, to do what you have done, Craig, to do the to to do uh, what what I have done in my life, and that is to believe in myself, mm. believe in your potential, mm-hmm. know that you are more than what others say you are mm-hmm. and more than what you've even thought about yourself mm-hmm. find that potential mm-hmm. you know and then and then work to realize it yeah this this is the thing i think is most important stop believing the lies mm-hmm. stop believing when people yeah. tell you or yeah. you tell yourself which i think is the biggest lie of all and that is that uh, I, I can't do it 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I you know, I, I, it's 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 not what I can do. Stop believing that. Mm. And, you know, and 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 then for me, and what I would what I would tell people, blow people's minds, right? For, for me, people pretty much had me pegged. Mm. They pretty much thought, well, he's a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do anything good in life and stuff like that. There's certain people who had me had me pegged that way. And I believed that for the longest time. And as long as I believed it, that that's what I was. Yeah, yeah. I was what they said I was. Mm-hmm. I broke that. Yeah. And I started, I'm just going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a high school dropout. You know, I'm an ex junkie. I went through all this kind of stuff. I came out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I now I, I went on and 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 and, and get get my college degrees and got my university degree and, yep. and so forth, you yep. know. And no one ever expected me to do that. That's right. And now Hold I'm teaching. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like, yeah, just just, just blow people's minds, yep. you know, blow your own mind. Because, right. You right. know, you'd be surprised right. at what you could accomplish if you just Yeah, I look at my right. life sometimes and I'm blown away. Yeah. From where yeah. I've come to where I'm at right now. And Lord knows where I'm going. Yes, yes, absolutely. Listening to you again, wow. you know, just referring back to another reference, you know, um, Public Enemies, uh, Flavor Flav said, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> don't believe the hype. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know? absolutely. It's the truth, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Gentlemen, if there was, if you could capture your journey in a catchphrase, what would that catchphrase be? Mm. From yeah, when can... to now. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying if from can... where you've been to now, where would it what would it say? What would it be? From now, from then to now, from just now, man, and I'm not, I would say it's a success story. Mm. You know, for me, man, um, you know, not even you know, from my family to uh, me being able to help my mother and stuff. And, you know, as a child, I'm going to tell you this, man. As a child, I always dreamed of taking care of my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? I'm serious and went through all that. And now, man, I never seen my mama so proud of me, man. You know, I don't take care of my whole family. Yeah. But I do help my mother out a lot, yeah. man. Yeah, just being able to do that, man. You, my mother, man. I'm gonna tell you, one. This is this uh this quick. My mother, right? You know, she's very religious. So she, when I was going through and stuff, she out. But hey, baby, you went to church? I said, Mom, no, I ain't go today. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She'll call me. Hey, baby, you went to church? I said, No, nah, I went to a meeting. I tell uh-huh. her, you know, little things I'm doing, or uh, if I go to a Buddha session, you know, something like yeah. that. But shoot, after about two years and stuff like that, and she's seen how things were really developing in my life, she just called me out the out the blue one day and said, hey, baby, you just keep doing what you're doing. You don't have to go to church. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But she started seeing the confidence in what I was doing and the people that I was being with, man. And just, uh, and it blows her mind. It blows her mind away today, man. And just to see her happen, man, I think about the hell I took her through, Yeah, you know, because I love my mother. And yeah. um, now where she is so happy, she could sleep at night. Yeah. You know, and that's that, so similar. Yeah. yeah. That to me, man, is a success story for me, man. Sir. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah. Yeah, I wish my mom could see me now. She passed away uh, 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 quite a few years ago. But she saw me on this road to change. Yeah. So that was good. I'd already given up the drugs and stuff like that. And and, and she saw me on this road to change. Uh, so she would be she would be very proud of me now if she if if she uh, was aware of what I'm doing and so forth. Yeah, and maybe she is. I don't know. Right? Yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, but my uh, I think there's an who I can't think of who said this, but at any rate, uh, I, I heard it. It was from, it's from a motivational speaker, and he said that uh, uh, if you can conceive it, you can achieve it. That's right. And I, I truly believe that mm-hmm. if you can conceive it, we create our reality, right? Yes, we, sir. Create, we create our, re- our existence. I'm always telling these guys in prison, this place can be your prison as they have designed it to be, mm-hmm. or it can be your temple. That's right. Yeah. yeah you, can, you know, uh, these clothes can be uh, your uh, uh, prison clothes and define you as a prisoner, or they can be your robes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We determine uh, our yeah. reality, yeah, you know, not someone else. That's we give right. up our we we, we, we give up our uh, of our of our our sense of agency. We give up our power, and we allow people to control us, just because they tell us that we have to eat now and we have to and we have to uh, go to the bathroom now and we have to go to sleep now. And all this doesn't mean, right? They 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 really have control over us, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, uh, we determine that. That's right. They okay. control the environment. Uh, abs- absolutely, it's the environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I, I truly believe. So that's my, th- that's my thing. If you can conceive it, man, you can achieve it. Yeah, man. That's powerful, yeah. man. And that's simple wisdom. And again, going back to what Bob said, you know, in one of his songs, you know, he said that was, you know, it's light like a feather, but it's heavy as lead. Yes. Yeah, it's like like a feather. Simple. Yeah. Both of you just shared very simple stuff, but very significant. And yeah. a hell of a difference in the yeah. lives of those of us who, going back to your word earlier, Andre, mm-hmm. practice it. Practicing, practice, practice, practice. When we practice these simple principles. It can make us much more powerful. Again, power is not about as one of you gentlemen said earlier. It's not, and success is not about the money. You yeah. Know? I think it's more about the transitions in our lives and the lives yeah. that we touch, you know, help and encourage other people to become better beings. And we continue to become better beings. I think we are richer and much more powerful in this life. Oh, that's so true, yeah. Greg. Yeah, so many great. people are, so many people are so poor that all they have is money. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that trip? Yeah. Isn't that a trip? Yeah. They, they, they think money has bought them freedom, but they are, you know, uh, trapped uh, by that money. Yeah. Right. You know, like uh, we 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 create inventions, right? But now and now we're slaves to those inventions. Yes, <laughs> you know, it's like yes, we got we got to have that cell phone. We yeah. we got to have this. We got to have that gadget. We can't live without it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And these things are supposed to make our life easier, but they make our lives even more complicated. Much more. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, this has been great. Yeah, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you, gentlemen, um, yeah. candid and just open. And um, I look forward to connecting with you again. Absolutely, yeah, yes. yeah. Let, let let's get together, have some coffee, and talk and stuff like that. Yeah, and, uh, uh, because uh, yeah, uh, 
I look forward to that. I look, I look forward to getting to know more about you, Craig, and, Thank you, and, man. and your experiences. Absolutely, yeah. Likewise. Yeah, it's, so with uh, that, I'm going to call this a wrap on the clock. Okay. okay. Minutes. Um, I'm going to hit stop. Hey, what's up? This is Dr. Craig Wally. I just wanted to say thank you for rocking with me here on the Prison of Promise podcast. If you know someone who would like to share their story here on the Prison of Promise podcast, and that someone might be you, please hit me up at D-R-C-R-A-I-G-W-A-L-E-E-D at gmail.com. That's Dr. Craig Waleed at gmail.com. 